Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone. Woohoo! The week has just whizzed by, and here we are again, ready for another Geraldine Tegelov Live radio show. And yes, I am Geraldine. Now, um, just wondering, have I mentioned before how passionate I am about helping people to redefine? reinvent and rebuild their lives. <laughs> I seem to be ever saying it, don't I? Well, in case I haven't, yes, I love doing just that. You know, life can be very challenging at times and any hints and tips on how to smooth the journey can be just what we need. This week is the third in a series of five shows on the ancient art of alchemy. Alchemy being the art of transformation. So if your life could do with a little reshaping or redesigning here and there, you have certainly come to the right place today. Because today we're going to get some amazing help from someone who I consider to be the absolute best in the world of alchemy. This genius alchemist has been my guiding light, particularly over the past seven years as I've worked and studied and learned and crawled and slowly stepped my way across the landmines of change and transformation to finally once again uh, see the light at the end of a Oh, what seemed a very long tunnel and come out the other side. Always nice to come out the other side, isn't it? Okay, so who is this amazing alchemist? Well, it's Mother Nature. Yes, the alchemy within nature is truly second to none. Nature is in a, a constant state of transformation but so often we just take it for granted and never really look at or appreciate the magnitude of what is taking place around us each and every day. And more importantly, what we can learn from simply taking a walk in the backyard or in the park or around the block or out in a forest somewhere, or as we call it, in the bush. I had to laugh the other day. I, I wrote on a, a, a little Facebook note. I said, I'm heading to the bush for a picnic. And a beautiful lady who was from, actually, she's from the US, and she said, Geraldine, what's heading to the bush? And I laughed and I said, oh, my goodness, I have to explain myself. We Aussies say things in funny ways sometimes. 
Um, we call uh, what most people would call um, a forest. We do have rainforests and we have pine forests or plantations here. But when it's just our natural uh, vegetation, we call it the bush. So I was heading out to the bush, going to the bush to have a picnic. <laughs> oh, one of the things I love to do. Um, now, where was I at? Yes, here in Australia, we're just entering spring, the season of the most beautiful transformations or the most beautiful alchemy. At the moment, our street is lined with stunning blossom trees. Uh, they're pretty petals, pink petals, create carpets of pink across the nature strips. And the gutters have been transformed from, you know, that kind of dirty grey to rivers of colour. Just looks so beautiful. Such a glorious sight. But I know that I must capture the moment whenever I can because it won't be long before the blossoms are gone to make way for tiny leaves to appear and the deep red fruit to take form. They cut their little um, plums on these blossom trees. I don't think you can actually eat them, but, you know, they're beautiful when they're in blossom. Yes, the alchemy in nature is simply amazing. And uh, when I walk every day, you can just see it happening all around you. But to do this, guess what? You have to live in the moment or live in the now. Because if we're out walking and we're just thinking about yesterday or thinking about tomorrow, it all just disappears. Yeah. So today I'm going to share with you the alchemy in nature, yes, uh, and the seven-step process of transformation from Mother Nature's point of view and how this relates to our lives on a daily basis. But before I get into this process, I'd really love to give you all a reading. For everyone who's listening, whether you're listening live or listening to the podcast, remember nothing ever happens by chance. So if you're listening to this show, then the reading I give will have great significance for you in some area of your life, right here and right now. So, um, I, as I say on every show, please don't think that this is not for you. Listen carefully, and I'm sure you'll hear a tiny little message, or might be a great big message, that's exactly what you need to hear. Now, of course, the cards I've chosen as a focus for this week are my brand new Alchemy for Now cards. Um, they're, go they're going to print and uh, won't be long before you'll be able to get these. Now, you'll find some pics of these cards on my show page. I'm just getting those organized now so to help you see what they're going to be like. And uh, the images on each one of these is very important for you to meditate on and to really focus on because this is what the ancient alchemists did in order to create that transformation. Now, the first card I've chosen today, guess what? It's called Nature's Essence or the Guiding Light. You know, the Alchemists understood that the essence of all in nature was really the same essence 
within our physical bodies. They looked at everything in nature as a metaphor for how to live their lives. Uh, Mother Nature is filled with what is called metaphysical symbolism. Messages and signs which are often hidden from view of the average person on the street. Because as I said earlier, you really have to live in the now to capture these. Uh, But learning to read these signs and symbols is really to become the true alchemist. Now, this little card's message for you today. You may not have your own laboratory as did the ancient alchemists or the chemists of today, but you have something even better. You have an incredible laboratory right outside your door, nature. Nature has the most wonderful way of teaching you what you need to know about life and will bring you every little bit of advice and every lesson you need to learn so as to have your life back in the flow. All you need to do is to ask your questions and then use your powerful intuitive gifts to watch and listen for the answers. Mother Nature will respond by bringing you your answers in the most beautiful ways. So, today, connect to nature because the perfect solution to your challenge or to your question today is now appearing in your life. Wow, I like to hear that. Now, the second card I chose today was the Earth card. Yes, pretty appropriate, isn't it, for if we're talking about the alchemy in nature. And Earth is really all about, um, the card symbolizes nourishing the body. Now, to the ancient alchemists, the element Earth or Earth element represented um, any solid matter, including man or woman or, you know, physical people. They knew that by grounding themselves in their physical journey, growing their knowledge and understanding of the physical realms, and then by combining these, that anything was possible. And this is how the alchemist achieved success. Okay, so this card for you, the message. Earth teaches you about the wisdom of nourishing yourself on the inside as well as the outside. Feeding your body with healthy food, daily exercise and sufficient rest and relaxation is so important to creating a healthy body. But it is not until you begin to also nourish your mind and spirit that you create the perfect balance and harmony necessary for happiness and success to appear in all areas of your life. This card is a clear message that it is time for you to nourish yourself a little more on the inside. To enable this to happen, allow yourself to be drawn to um, books and people and audios, anything at all that can help you shine and sparkle from the inside out. Such a beautiful message, two beautiful messages for you today. Now, we're coming up to break very shortly. And after the break, I'm going to be sharing with you all about 
the alchemy in Mother Nature and how we can connect to that and how we can use that to create incredible changes within our own lives. It is so simple once you know how. And oh my goodness, what has happened to me and my life since I've begun to do this. So it is really worth the effort. And I believe me, if you follow the guidance given, you can be living your goals and dreams in no time at all. So I want you to sit tight. Don't go anywhere. Because after the break, that's exactly what we're going to do. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Ignoring joint pain will not make it go away, nor will avoiding motions that are uncomfortable and spark discomfort. Harvard Medical School states that the secret to joint pain relief is exercise. Doing the right exercises on a continuous basis can relieve pain and might even permit you to postpone or avoid surgery on a problem joint. But the benefits don't stop there. Being active sharpens your mind and benefits your heart. Harvard says that it nudges your blood pressure down and your morale up, eases stress, and shaves off unwanted pounds. But most importantly, it lessens your risk of dying prematurely. So what are you waiting for? Exercise helps relieve joint pain and so much more. Pain-free movement and a fabulous quality of life await you. For the Fitness Minute... I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and this show is the third in a series of five shows on alchemy. So if you want to be the alchemist in your life and create a golden success, then these shows would be fabulous for you to listen to. We talk about alchemy as what is it, how it can truly change your life in the most magical ways. From personal experience, following the seven-step process of transformation that the ancient alchemists chose to go through, at a personal and spiritual level, lined up perfectly with the seven-step 
process that was occurring in their laboratory. Now, what I'd love to do over the next little while is show you how nature also goes through the very same process as it creates incredible, amazing, awesome changes. Yes, you know, as I said earlier, I can only speak from my own personal experience, um, but if I didn't have Mother Nature guiding my transformation, I'd still be probably sitting in a crying heap in the middle of the floor, not knowing what to do, let alone how to go about it. As the expert alchemist, Mother Nature showed me that the only true road to happiness and success is the inner road that leads to the discovery of our truth. She guided me step by step through uh, my personal journey to find my inner gold, which in turn created my outer success. Woohoo! So today, I would love to share with you just a few of nature's lessons that helped me understand the seven-step alchemical process of creating change. Now, please remember, as you're listening to what I'm about to share with you, that this is my interpretation of the process of alchemy. Just as every alchemist had their own way of going through and recording their personal time of transformation, this is the way I can best describe the process. So if this is not the way you see alchemy, That's perfectly okay. We are all experiencing a a unique journey and need to embrace it in our very own way. So in saying that, I'd love now to share with you how I see it happening. Now, the first step in alchemy is called calcination. This was the beginning of the process for the alchemist. Uh, In the laboratory, the metals or solutions he was working with were put under intense heat in order to burn off all the unnecessary elements so as to find a much cleaner and purer solution. Basically, after this process, uh, the alchemist was left with a rather (laughs) small pile of white ash Uh, From a a personal and spiritual standpoint, this was the time when the alchemist began to let go of his or her ego. Mm. More about this next week when we go through the seven steps from a personal and spiritual point of view for today's world. But just to say here, this was quite a struggle, you know, because I think we all know and understand that the ego doesn't like to give up without a fight, does it? No, it certainly doesn't. Now, the question is, where do we see this happening in nature? Well, I guess one of the best examples of this burning off can be seen in a bushfire. Um, we humans find these extremely frightening, menacing and just plain scary particularly when these fires uh, destroy property and, even worse, take lives. Um, They certainly stop us in our tracks and remind us of how fragile life can be. But what about from Mother Nature's point of view or or perspective? Um, To her, calcination is a very natural and a very positive process that is a 
occurring constantly to all in her care. Um, having experienced firsthand the fury of a bushfire, I know only too well how devastating it can be. During one of the, our hottest summers on record, fire raced through our then property at the speed of lightning, destroying everything within its path. Uh, with the grace of God, we were able to save our house, but in uh, you know, the light of day and the dark of night, we could only see the smoldering ruins of what was once um, the most beautiful and picturesque bushland. Tall black sculptures then filled the landscape and a powdery white grey ash covered the once lush green on undergrowth. Um, It was a frightening experience. But, you know, within six months, it was amazing how the new growth sprang up from the ground with a whole new generation of trees stepping into the light of day. And uh, many of the old and and wise trees sent out new vibrant green shoots, just making sure that the young ones had shelter from the heat of the sun as they began their journey here on planet Earth. I'm sure we all know that without these fires or the process of calcination, um, the little seeds could not be cracked open. You know, they lay dormant in the ground. But the bushfire or the, the heat of this fire, the calcination, gave them or gives them the opportunity to become the tree that they long to be. Yes, uh, this creative urge within the seed. Um, and the fire is what gives them that opportunity to grow and become. Yes, a very necessary process in the creation of new life in nature and a process that has been going on for millions of years. It's just that we humans have built our lives in and amongst and around nature and kind of expect it to not happen any longer when actually it does. So, that's step one. What about step two? Step two is called dissolution. And this step in the alchemical process involved the alchemist taking the ash formed from the calcination process and dissolving it in water or chemicals. It was believed that the water in which the ashes were dissolved now had magical properties. Um, From a personal and spiritual standpoint, this was the time when the alchemist began to really explore his or her emotional realm or their emotions to finally basically face and dissolve the fears that lay hidden within them. Um, As I said before, I'll reveal more about this next week when we go through the seven steps from a very spiritual and personal point of view for today's world. Now, this, can, this one can be quite a tricky one from Mother Nature's standpoint, as emotion is only a gift that we humans have been given. But it is amazing how nature can still share with us amazing metaphors of how we can deal with the negative emotions that we feel on a daily basis. 
Before we moved to our beautiful new home here in Kilmore, we lived very close to what is called um, Diamond Creek. I just loved walking beside this creek every day and learning my lessons on life as Mother Nature took me under her wing and shared with me her secrets. Um, Sometimes in summer, when the rain was scarce and water levels were low, Diamond Creek would begin to look uh, rather dirty and this horrible-looking scum would appear in places where the flow had come to a standstill. Um, Then would come a downpour of summer rains to cleanse and clear the rubble and the scum and the water would once again flow clear and free. Yet another fabulous metaphor for our lives – a great reminder of the necessity to really um, look at, uh, because water, of course, symbolizes emotions. So we need to really clear out our emotions, have a dive in and look around and see what needs to be cleansed and cleared. Uh, those emotions that are no longer serving us. And Mother Nature just brings the rain and away it goes, clear. In a few minutes, it's gone and done. Okay, I best move on. Step three. Now, step three is uh, the process of separation. The, the third step in alchemical transformation was a further breaking down of what was still left from the first two processes in order to find, remember, that pure essence of what the alchemist was working with and separate this from the unnecessary elements. The alchemist was finally revealing the pure essence of the material and basically discarding the rest. From a personal and spiritual standpoint, this was the time when the alchemist decided uh, on what is worth holding on to and what needed to be released from their life in order to allow their unique essence to shine. Now, this one step, uh, this is one step, I should say, that Mother Nature certainly has um, expert status in. (laughs) She has no trouble at all in shedding unnecessary stuff to make way for the pure essence of everything in her care to really shine through shine its quintessence or its beauty to the world. Just think about autumn or fall. Oh my goodness, such a metaphor for this particular step. Now, we are going to break and I really don't want to get straight into this. I want to tell you a little bit about further about this one, the um, process of separation or the third step in alchemy. But I'm going to wait till after the break because I'll get, you know, excited about it and carried away. And then uh, suddenly it'll be break time. And yes, uh, and I'll be talking over the top of the, uh, the break. So I better wait. So after the break, I will continue to help you understand this one. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. 
Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Ignoring joint pain will not make it go away, nor will avoiding motions that are uncomfortable and spark discomfort. Harvard Medical School states that the secret to joint pain relief is exercise. Doing the right exercises on a continuous basis can relieve pain and might even permit you to postpone or avoid surgery on a problem joint. But the benefits don't stop there. Being active sharpens your mind and benefits your heart. Harvard says that it nudges your blood pressure down and your morale up, eases stress, and shaves off unwanted pounds. But most importantly, it lessens your risk of dying prematurely. So what are you waiting for? Exercise helps relieve joint pain and so much more. Pain-free movement and a fabulous quality of life await you. For the Fitness Minute... I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Woohoo! Back again. You are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And if you have just joined us, we're chatting about alchemy. Um, this is the third in a series of five shows, and and uh, I'm attempting, I guess, to help you understand what it is and how it can benefit your life. N- um, now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and lots of other fa- fabulous shows, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelov Live under podcasts. Or you can come here to Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com, and you'll find them here. You can either listen live or download from the show page. Or you can also find them on my website at www.geraldinetegelove, and Tegelove is spelled T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. So, no excuses now. Lots of places where you can get them. And they're all for free. I mean, yes, how good is that? So today we've been talking about uh, the alchemy in nature. And, and why do I relate all of this to nature? Well, I guess because for uh, most of us, it's so much easier to understand and relate to all of this uh, when you know when we cannot just hear about it but we can also see it happening in our daily lives this makes the process so much easier for all of us to take on when we can see the examples out there in nature in everyday life 
Um, now, just before the break, we were talking about the third step of separation, and I was going to give you an example, you know, of releasing all the things that we no longer need in our lives to um, to look uh, at the pure essence of who we are. Here in Australia, I'd have to say that the most prolific of trees is the eucalypt or gum tree. And I guess because they can withstand the heat of our summers. On my walk uh, yesterday, as I was contemplating today's show and what I would share with you, I noticed this amazing gum tree, huge, gigantic to say the least. And this tree was simply dripping with bark that was slowly breaking away from the tree, being discarded. And beneath this bark, um, or the, the sun just captured the, the trunk of the tree and it just shone and glistened in that sunlight. I am, it immediately reminded me of this third step in the process. As the tree discarded the old bark, her true beauty began to shine through for all to see. So that was what I wanted to share with you about step three. But now it's time for step four. And this step is called conjunction. This is the fourth step in the alchemical process. Uh, this was truly a time of celebration for the alchemist. If the previous three steps were carried out successfully, the alchemist could now bring together all the pure essences that he or she had saved and, and the combining of these essences or elements formed a new compound. The alchemist called this blended mix um, the child of conjunction. And if the mixing of the essences did not produce a new compound, then the alchemists believed that it was due to either negative energies or that they'd failed to release all the impurities during the first three steps. Hmm, good reminder to us, isn't it? Yep, sometimes we need to go back many times to release more things. So where do we see this occurring in Mother Nature? Well... We don't have to look very far. Um, every tiny seed that falls to the ground has to be fused with earth, water and sunlight, those three elements, uh, to enable it to grow and become all that it was meant to be. Now, if any one of these three elements are not present or are, um, how would you say it, contaminated in some way, the seed will fail to grow. Simple, really, isn't it? So, for instance, if the seed foil falls on soil that has been heavily sprayed with poisons or the water ha that is meant to nourish it is full of contaminants, then that little seed will not be able to spring into life and birth a beautiful new tiny shoot which can reach that much-needed sunlight. And, of course, what happens? Well, Failure, basically. Such an amazing metaphor for our lives. We need to be sure that we nourish our goals and dreams and fuse them with positive, uplifting thoughts and emotions if we wish to see them sprout and grow into brand new beginnings. 
your child of conjunction needs to be protected from your old way of living and nourished with tender, loving care. Now, step number five in this process is called fermentation. Um, this was considered a miracle by the ancient alchemists, how uh, the addition of yeast or bacteria to their compounds could create something new and wonderful. Just like, um, what's an example? Well, you know, the, I guess the sugars the, uh, in the in grapes or whatever that turn into alcohol or, yeah. The ancient alchemists considered the alcohol within things to be the spiritual essence of the substance. Hmm, that's interesting. And we call them spirits, don't we? (laughs) As the beautiful colors of what the alchemists called the peacock's tail appeared on the surface of the metals with we, or the elements with which they worked, or the solutions, I should say, they knew that success was imminent and celebration was the order of the day. Now, Mother Nature shows us this process of fermentation in so many ways. I mean, the grape becomes the wine or the grains become the beer. Uh, but there is so much more to this process It is an amazing metaphor for our lives. Every part of nature cooperates with the spirit which is in and through all things to form uh, new and exciting creations. Every part of nature understands that there is a spirit essence or higher power within them. And they understand that working with this pure essence is absolutely essential to the creation of beautiful outcomes. Okay, an example. All right. And and this is a reminder for me every day because guess what? We've got these little bees who built a hive, a beehive, in the chimney that um, comes into our kitchen. And I had this great idea of putting a, a pizza oven in this chimney. But the little bees had a different idea. And at present, I have got a plastic bucket in the fireplace catching the honey that's dripping from the beehive. (laughs) I mean, truly, how amazing is it? So little bees build a hive. I wish sometimes they didn't have to build it in my chimney. But anyway... And they spend time each day, and I watch them collecting the pollen. Some of them go out, they're the pollen collectors, and the others are water carriers, and they bring it back to the hive. And these are the necessary elements to creating honey. And then magical things occur as the honey is formed within the hive. And then it drips down into the plastic bucket in my fireplace in the kitchen. Oh, such a fabulous metaphor for how we need to be living our lives. We all set about taking action on our goals and dreams. And the magic happens when we then decide to become co-creators with universal energy. Once we acknowledge that there's a higher power working within our universe and embrace this truth, Um, our very own hives will be filled to the brim with golden honey or golden success or golden happiness, whatever it is that you want to see. Now, step number six, 
This step was called distillation. Um, this step was all about the boiling and co condensing of the alchemists, you know, their solutions to create an even pure, uh, purer essence than what they already had. And the vessel they used for this process was nicknamed the pelican. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> I think I might have explained that last week, actually. This is considered the most important step in practical alchemy. And the emerald tablet, which of course is um, uh, what was written on the emerald tablet were these seven steps or processes which the alchemists followed. And it described it in this way. It rises from earth to heaven and descends again to earth, thereby combining within itself the powers of both the above and the below. The very best example of this in nature, of course, is with water. You know, have you ever sat beside a lake or river and watched early in the morning the mist or water vapors rising from the waters below? And as those water vapors slowly move onward and upward towards the sky, they literally seem to disappear from view. But we know that those vapors will reform as water droplets within the clouds and will eventually fall as rain, pure, cleansed, and renewed from its journey to the above and back to the below. Those raindrops are now ready to nourish and re renew the land and all of its inhabitants. The metaphor for our life that helps us to un the, understand the importance of forming daily habits of of uh, meditation and observation, stretching towards a higher consciousness, which will in turn uh, create greater peace and harmony in our physical journey here on planet Earth. Okay, so we're coming, coming into the last break now, but after the break, I want to share with you uh, step seven, um, in the process of alchemy. So I don't want you to go away because this is so important for you to understand this final step in the process of alchemical transformation. Okay, and I've got another little surprise as well. So I'm going to see you on the other side after the break. Okay. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. LinkedIn, it's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase 
their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. It's Merging just hate it when you push on a public door that clearly says pull and end up running into the glass with your head? Of course, I'm assuming that I'm not the only one who's done that before. Hey, push, pull, they each have four letters. Did you hear about the would-be thief in Chicago who tried to break into a bar, but after jimmying the lock, a webcam captured him haplessly pushing for several minutes, even though the door's sign said pull? What's a word taken from the German language that means the pleasure derived from the misfortunes of others? Schadenfreude. The literal English translation is harm joy. There's another word in German that means to feel embarrassed for someone else. It's called Forensham. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And we are talking about alchemy, which is a fascinating subject and one that is certainly worth a closer look. Well, from my point of view, anyway. Now, please understand that, you know, what I've shared with you today and the last couple of weeks and what I'll share with you in the next couple of weeks is really just a tiny glimpse of the world of alchemy. But, um, you know... Tune into all of these and it'll help you gain a, a much greater understanding of this ancient art and how it can help you to redefine and rebuild your life in amazing ways. Right now, as we usually do at this time of the show, we're going to have a meditation. And uh, this was so, uh, I mean, this was a critical part uh, in the world of alchemy. It was then, back in ancient times, and it still is today. Anyone who really wants to be a true alchemist needs to learn how to meditate. So um, today we're going to have a meditation song, and the song today is called The Journey. Now, this little song reminds us that it can take a while to get through these seven steps to finally reach that success that you're looking for. But we have to enjoy the journey along the way. And remember, it is about the journey, not necessarily the destination. So right now, I want you to just relax. If you possibly can, sit back, take a deep breath, and just enjoy the song, The Journey. Here we go.
hurt, a calmness in the air. The story of the snowflake began its journey there. As it fell so gently from the sky, all that it could see was a vision for the future and all that it could be. Slipped into the stream and joined the other snowflakes and headed towards its dream. I know there will be obstacles and I know there will be fears, but I know that I will live the dream if I persevere. Fabulous little meditation for today to remind us that it really will come if we're prepared to just um, be patient and persevere in our journey of transformation. Um, 
yes, what we're looking for, uh, remember, through that long tunnel, you will find it and it, it will shine like gold, just as the alchemists, um, if they were successful, they turned ordinary metals into gold. So, um, just keep going with your journey. And yes, I have to be honest, there have been times in my journey of transformation that I have thrown my hands in the air and I still do at times and go, okay, I give up. I don't want to do this anymore. I've had enough. I just want to go and hide for a while. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I try that and it just doesn't quite work. I have to come out of hiding and just start again or go on from where I'd left off. So... Yes, the journey is a lovely little song to listen to occasionally just to remind you that it is a journey and it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to the end. Okay, I guess we never really arrive anyway, do we? It's always ongoing um, growth and ongoing creation in our lives. Now, our Today's Note to Self, and you can always find this on my Facebook page at Today's Note to Self, um, a little note today says, when we allow the bark of negative thoughts and emotions fall from our lives, we become the alchemist of our own life and shine like never before. Wonderful, wise words from the spirit in nature. Now, I've got to share with you the seventh step and I better move it because I know how time goes so quickly in this last segment. Um, step seven is called coagulation. And the final step in the alchemical process of transformation, this saw the actual formation of the philosopher's stone and great rejoicing and celebration from the point of view of the alchemist. Um, this was the final result that every alchemist longed for and worked towards. All the, the heating and the purifying and the mixing and the processing and, you know, had finally created the red powder, which could create miracles, turning ordinary metal into gold, uh, restoring life to plants, restoring health to humans, and the list goes on and on. This was not something that all alchemists achieved. It was uh, only those who chose to undergo a complete personal and spiritual transformation who finally created this amazing outcome. Um, it's often, and this final step is often depicted through the fabled story of the phoenix rising from the ashes as a brand new and spectacular bird flying freely through the skies you know, flying free from the pyre of the old, worn-out life of struggle and into the skies of truth and enlightenment. We cannot possibly relate alchemy with nature, too, without mentioning or talking about all the very simple ways that the average person performing, you know, can perform their own little alchemical miracles at home in the kitchen. Um, the simple process of resting mint leaves or any other herbs for that matter in boiling water and then straining this solution to make a beautiful refreshing tea is becoming an alchemist. Others who draw from the plant its pure essence in the form of oils is the alchemist. Um, you can experience these oils just by burning leaves and 
I know. I, I love to smell the oils that come from the burning of the eucalyptus leaves. And um, I know uh, the Aboriginal peoples uh, or the, the original peoples of our country used the eucalyptus leaves to, uh, to burn those. And um, the oils and the vapors and everything that rose from that, they used that to smudge or to release negative energies around them and around uh, their campsites or their communities of people. And these are just a couple of examples of how and where you can begin the physical process of becoming your very own alchemist. Uh, Just, you know, great way to start. But also I strongly urge you every day, to go walking in nature so that um, you can see the amazing alchemy within nature every single day, within every season, within every moment. There is always something going on, always something happening. And it is just beautiful to watch and uh, take on board and ask, what is this, what has meaning or what is the meaning for this in my own life? And I guarantee you will be very quickly told because Mother Nature just loves to help you to grow and become Okay, time to finish the show for today. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, I want to offer you a million blessings of happiness and love and peace to you all. And um, have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?